good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, I believe. Yep, Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. And I'm just going to cut right to it. Check out the website, yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R, D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And, of course, our sister site, yourdiywealth.com. And while you're there, be sure and check out the Hyperverse tab. And uh, just uh, we're going to leave it at that point. Just keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on their show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Eurofolk Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. That having been said, I want to thank um, Brent for sending me a, um, I think Ellen did too, um, a link to a heads-up by um, Joe Tippins. And anybody that's listened to the show for any length of time, remembers a couple of years ago, I think it was about February of 2020, we first heard about Joe Tippins, who was a guy who had um, small cell lung cancer, which is a very aggressive form of cancer, almost as bad as pancreatic. And um, he was given a death sentence, told to go home and get his affairs in order, be ready to die. And he, uh, through and some serendipitous uh, situations, he basically came across a product by the name of fenbendazole, which is used in the animal world as a wormer for vertebrates and everywhere from goldfish to elephants. And he ended up using fenbendazole to reverse his cancer in about 12 weeks' time, and, uh, and since then has had uh, a blog called mycancerstory.rocks, that's mycancerstory.rocks, that uh, he tells his story and has his protocol on there and all that kind of stuff. Well, this morning, um, I got a, a link from uh, Brent and I think Alan saying that he has cancer again. <laughs> uh, lo and behold, and um, they're going to be doing a question and answer session that actually started about... Uh, Half an hour ago, it was 11.30 um, Eastern, or no, 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central. And uh, unfortunately, it's only available on his MyCancerStory.rocks uh, YouTube or uh, Facebook channel, which is a closed thing that is for doctors and patients who are experiencing cancer and using his protocol. And I have not been able to get access to that, so I can't, you know, I was hoping to play a little bit of it. But, you know, the bottom line is, what it boils down to is way back when uh, I played his videos, he did a, a really good interview with James Templeton of Templeton Wellness Foundation. And during that video, he talked about his situation and the fact that um, while he had, I believe, been counseled to stop eating certain foods and all that kind of stuff. He described himself as a foodie, and he liked eating certain things, and he had not changed his uh, way of doing things. 
And I said back then that if he stops taking the fembendazole when the cancer's gone, he will get cancer again because cancer is self-inflicted. It's caused by crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air, consuming constant consumption of the wrong things and the constant non-consumption of the right things. And he basically admitted to doing exactly that. And I said, you know, if that's the case, then he will end up getting cancer again. And sure enough, it's only been two years and he has cancer again. Usually it's within two to five years after your um, uh, idiot MD gives you a clean bill of health and says, yeah, we cut out that, t- that tumor, we got it all, you're going to be fine. Well, guess what? <laughs> it is, uh, the, the tumor is not the cancer, it is simply a symptom of the cancer. And basic, you know, <laughs> Billy Goat says cancer is caused by the body trying to heal itself after we do stupid things. No, cancer is what happens when we do stupid things because the body can't heal itself because it doesn't have what it needs. That's the nutrition. And that's what we've been talking about all along here is the 90 essential nutrients, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and two essential fatty acids. And I have never known anyone who consistently consumed Dr. Wallach's Healthy Body Start Pack work in equivalent, whether it's the um, Ultimate Classic and Essential Fatty Acids and Calcium or um, the Ultra Body Toddy and Cal Toddy and such. But, um, yeah, there's all kinds of things out there. People think, oh, it's caused by a fungus, it's caused by this, it's caused by that. All that stuff comes from MDs who don't know what they're talking about. Cancer is caused when your cells are screwed up and they can't stay healthy because they don't have what they need to stay healthy. Period. And when you put the stuff back, if you catch it in time, you will fix the problem and the body will fix itself. And that's what Joe Tippins could have done, but instead he chose to just take the drug, which, granted, it does kill cancer. However, I would rather fix the underlying problem than just keep constantly take a drug to try and keep, you know, it's like pouring gas on the fire with one hand and pouring water on the fire with the other and hoping that the water overcomes the the gas pouring on. Or driving down the street with one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. Same kind of thing. Better off to give your body the stuff that it needs, and it'll fix itself. And that's the whole thing. And this has been shown, you know, um, nutrition is basically what your body needs, and it's impossible to get from the food. And if you constantly consume foods, like he said, you know, he was eating his fried food and his cake and his sugar and all that kind of stuff. And somebody in the background, I heard somebody laughing or something. Uh, Oh, it was me, Jim. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, And someone else said they wanted to speak, and I can't say. Yeah, that was me, too. Okay. Uh, The only thing I want to know about Mr. Tippins is, did he take the jab? That I don't know. A six hundred dollar level of sales. They're demanding. Do you give them your social security number? Okay, who's talking? And I mentioned that to you last week. You said, "So what's the big deal?" And I just said, "I got him." 
thank you. <laughs> I was getting ready to do that. But anyway, um, basically the bottom line is if you give your body the stuff that it's supposed to get, it'll stay healthy and you're not going to get sick. You know, very seldom will something slip through the cracks. You know, there's nothing as 100% guaranteed. But um, I've never known anyone who constantly took Longevity products uh, consistently and for their body weight. I've never known a single person like that to develop any kind of cancer. And they are routinely extremely healthy. Um, they don't get sick with anything else much either. Um, again, nothing is 100%, but uh, the stuff does come up and get in there. Um, Dave and the Thumb, did you want to say something? I see you just got your hand up. I didn't even know you could put your hand up <laughs> from a phone. Anyway, uh, must not. I don't know what happened there. Billy Goat has his hand up, Jim. Yeah, someone else does too. Dave does too. Billy Goat has his hand up. You know, you feel free to jump in. You got to unmute yourself first, though. Oh, Billy Goat. Sorry, not intended. Okay. <laughs> All righty. So anyway, um, I've got a couple of little clips I'm going to play here. Uh, from One is from uh, Dr. Peter Glidden's radio show way back when. And uh, this is Michelle, and I think she's in North Carolina. And uh, she ended up with, um, I think it was thyroid cancer, if I remember right. But we're going we're gonna to listen to this and see what... Uh, she has to say. You've heard the testimonials. You've heard me talk about it. Uh, you've heard me talk a blue streak about the wonders of medical nutrition. Well, fasten your seatbelts because I've got another heavy hitter for you. I'm very, very happy to introduce to you a woman from the great state of North Carolina. Her name is Michelle, and she has her own radio station down there in North Carolina. She just debuted a couple of weeks ago. This is how impactful this message is because radio stations just want to pick it up. They're sucking this stuff up like water to a dry sponge. Michelle is here with us. She's going to give her us her testimony about medical nutrition. Michelle, thanks so much for calling. You are live with Dr. Glidden. Are you here? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. All right, it's always a pleasure. So, first of all, bring the listening audience up to speed with your uh, brief little overview of your health history before Dr. Wallach. Okay, before Dr. Wallach, I had been, I was a truck driver at the time. I got fired from my job. <laughs> That's another story. But um, I was a truck driver at the time and driving my truck one particular day, and as I turned my head to the left, it would cut my air off. I didn't know what it was. It was to the point of almost, almost making me pass out. So I continued to drive, but didn't think nothing about it because, you know, I, I, I never experienced anything like that, but I thought I was okay. So I just kept driving, turned my head to the left, almost passed out. So I just said, forget it. I'm driving over to my doctor's office to find out what's really going on. My doctor, her name was Dr. Crank. She took a needle. She saw what I didn't see. She took a needle, went inside my neck, Took out a biopsy sample. Sent it to the lab 15 minutes. I had the results back. I had cancer. Hmm. It was a, a swollen gorter, is what she called it. Yeah, so that's um, cancer so for the it. listening audience. That's cancer of the thyroid gland, which is one of the master endocrine gl glands, and it's right underneath your Adam's apple in your throat. Okay, so now you've got, holy smokes, thyroid cancer. What'd they do? Yeah, so a month later, this was back in 2003. So it goes like this. 2003, I had thyroid cancer. 
I had the surgery and the radiation. They removed my thyroid. 2008, the cancer came back, spread it over to my lymph nodes. Now, I'm mad, you know, but that I had the surgery and the radiation. They did a radical neck dissection. They went in and removed half of my neck. Stitched it up. I got a scar coming from the back of my ear, up under my chin, from the side of my face down to my collarbone. So they really went in on me. Um, they removed it. They said I was fine. You know, don't worry. We got it all. You know, just go on with your life. You're good. 2011, it came back, spread it to the inside of my skin right behind the second scar. So my doctor said, oh, it's spreading aggressive. We got to get in there and get it out. No, you're not going back in my neck anymore. I'm tired of y'all cutting on me. All of the lies you're telling me, I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it anymore. The next time I would have a surgery, they would probably paralyze me. So I didn't want to do it. So I took a couple of days to think about it. And at that time, I was driving a truck, um, flipping through the radio stations in the truck. Just so happens it was a show on talking about Young Jeffy. Well, at the time, I didn't even know it was Young Jeffy. They were talking about the product. It was saying how it does this for diabetes, how it does that for um, high blood pressure and arthritis, but they never said anything about cancer. So I kept calling that radio station over and over and over again until I got somebody. Finally, they said that it was a promotional thing and Dr. Wallace was coming to town and that I should go over there and ask all my questions to them because they weren't the experts. They didn't know any answers to the questions that I had. So I made my way to go see Dr. Wallace. Well, the seminar lasted. You know how Dr. Wallace does. He take it to the limit. It lasts about, what, maybe two and a, two and a half hours maybe for a seminar. I sat there patiently, and uh, at the end they do questions and answers. At this time, they were passing the microphone around through the crowd. A lot of sick people there. Everybody wanted help. So it was packed. The place was packed. I was sitting way over to the right-hand side in the front. Passing the microphone around, it never made it to my side of the room. At that time, it was maybe 11.45 at night. Dr. Wallace was getting tired. You can see it. You know, he was getting tired. And, you know, he had been up there for almost three hours, three and a half hours, just answering questions and you know, doing a whole seminar, everything amounted to maybe three and a half hours. So he said, okay, we're going to take one more question, and the microphone was way on the other side of the room. So after that question, he was packing up his stuff up there on top of the stage. And I just said, either I'm going to sit here and be desperate, anxious. I mean, I was sweating. I was so excited. I wanted to, you know, I, I needed to say something to him. I was so desperate that I needed answers, you know, so I just pushed all that to the, to the side, and I just ran up on the stage. And I said, Dr. Wallet, please, I need your help. I've had cancer several times. What can you do for me? Please help me. What can you do for me? So he looked at me because he wasn't going to answer any more questions. He looked at me, backed up. He said, okay, young lady, you need a healthy start pack. You need Celsius, RTQ, selenium, and you need to get your antioxidants over 100,000 every single day. Now, mind you, my doctor has never told me anything, and I've never heard about anybody talking about any product that would do anything for cancer. So I said, Dr. Wallach, how am I going to do that? He said, just take what I told you and go with it. And before I left, he said, okay, when you do this protocol, do it for at least 60 days. You're going to see something, whether it's good or bad. He didn't want to give me any kind of, you know, just, he just wanted me to just go ahead and do it, just start on it, just do the protocol. So, I, you know, I went back to my doctor because I was skeptical, went back to my doctor, got an ultrasound. The ultrasound let me know that my cancer was the size of a quarter and you could see it spreading. 
So I started on Dr. Wallace's protocol, did it faithfully. 60 days, did just what he told me to do. Didn't miss a beat, took it around the same time every single day, did everything that he asked me to do. I went back for the second ultrasound. The ultrasound let me know that my cancer shrunk from the quarter size down to the size of a peak. And the only thing that I was taking at that time was Synthroid because I don't have a thyroid anymore. And then the protocol that Dr. Wallace gave me. So I was so hyped that it was working. My doctor couldn't even reverse anything that I had been going through, nothing. And it just kept coming back. So I started doing what Dr. Wallace told me to do again. I wanted to wait the 60 days, but I was too excited to wait 60 days. I did it for five weeks. I went back, got a third ultrasound. The cancer was unrecognizable in my body. You could not find cancer anywhere just because of what Dr. Wallace told me to do. So my doctor looked at me and said, so what are you doing anyway, Michelle? You know, tell me what you're doing. So I went to my car, got a brochure of what Dr. Wallace told me to do, gave it to my doctor. He looked at it, flipped it over back and forth. He said, no way, this couldn't work. But when I left, when I came, uh, when I went home, checked my downline, you know, just to see, you know, who's doing progress in my organization with longevity because when it starts shrinking, I jumped into the business because I wanted to help anybody that needed help. You cannot judge a book by its cover and by looking at me, you would never know that I had cancer. Hallelujah. So I jumped in the organization and I started working the business. As soon as I saw it was shrinking, I jumped in the business and started, you know, doing things to help other people. Guess who's in my downline? <laughs> Guess who had just signed up? Guess who ordered some products? The doctor. Guess who's keeping me paid every month? My doctor. My doctor orders a healthy start pack every single month. But he told me, no, these products don't work. You can't be taking that. That's not true. That doesn't work. Yeah. But he's ordering a healthy start pack every single month. Yeah. I went back. I asked him. I said, are you ordering products you know, from a young Jeff? He said, no. I said, you know what? I don't need you anymore. You were useless then and you're useless now. That's what you've done. But no thanks for what you've done. You know, well, and I left there, and I hadn't been back to him since. That's well, Wallach is my position. Now, how long ago was that? How long ago was it unrecognizable? How many years? It hasn't been years. I started this protocol back in November. <clears throat> so it's no about, kidding. what, seven months, six or seven months Son since I did that? And now, and what I else happened? You've had... That's unbelievable, right? Now, you've had something else. Was there a little bit of weight loss going on here? What, what oh, happened man, there? What you talk about? I'm telling you, Young Jeffy is so awesome that they came out with a, a weight loss product called HAP. All right, we got, we got 50 seconds, girl. Line it up. Okay, I found out about, I found out about HAP at the, at the convention. Got some brochures, started passing them around, but I had to be a product of the product in order to know that it worked. So I've been on HAP since May 9th, and I've lost all 40 pounds. In less than two months, July 9th to make two months, I've lost 40 pounds in two months, in less than two months. And I'm still on it because I'm trying to get down to 160 by my birthday, July the 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, now you know why we do what we do. And if you're not grinning from ear to ear and crying at the same time, you're just not paying attention. Thank you, Michelle. Your testimony so is welcome. awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. There's more to come. I'm back, ladies. This is your lucky day. So that was, uh, believe it or not, that was in 2012. July 6th of 2012 is the date on that radio show. And for people that don't understand or recognize the voice, the, uh, the guy there is Dr. Peter Glidden. He's a good friend of mine. He's a naturopathic physician with over 30 years of clinical experience. And he was having great 
results with just his naturopathic treatment modalities before he got involved with Dr. Wallach. But when he did get involved with Dr. Wallach, he was amazed. He didn't know what planet he was on anymore because the results he was getting, once he plugged in the nutritional aspect, were just out of this world. And he had uh, he doesn't do the show anymore. He does more uh, private webinars and stuff like that. I've been trying to get him back on this show, uh, but he's so busy it's it's kind of tough to do. And I'm working on it. Um, but uh, I had him on the last time was uh, right when COVID first started out, uh, almost it was about two years ago. And um, that's how long it is. Just tough to keep things going. But anyway, um, Michelle experienced it and she experienced you know she experienced with her cancer the same thing i experienced with all the junk that i had going on uh she was a you know a year or two ahead of me basically um but the same thing happened you know i had miraculous results and as a result of that i started my own radio show to try and share it with other people and that's where this this came about i started about uh about six years ago now, or seven years ago, good grief, it was March of 2015 that I started over on what Roger likes to call ex-wife number three, uh, and now I still have two shows a week there, Tuesday and Thursday mornings from 10 a to noon Eastern time, and um, then I come, I have an hour, and I come right here <laughs> on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, but it all came as a result of having wonderful results by plugging the nutrition back in, and it was first by dealing with idiot MDs who were trying to deal with a nutritional deficiency disease using pharmaceuticals. And that's never a good way of going. And going back to the cancer issue, that's basically what Joe Tippins was trying to do. He was using a pharmaceutical, which at least in this case was safe and effective at killing his cancer. However, you must, you know, even if you keep doing it, it's a question of whether or not your bad things you're doing are going to overwhelm the good things you're doing, and you're going to end up with more cancer, that is. And um, I don't know if he stopped taking the fembendazole after a while or what, but whatever he did, he kept doing the wrong things. He kept ingesting the bad foods. He didn't do anything to restore his body's nutrient uh, deficiencies, and as a result, his nutrient tank got, you know, lighter and lighter and lighter, emptier and emptier and emptier. And as that happened, along with constant consumption of the wrong things, and that list, the 12 bad foods, is on my website under the uh, Trinity of Health tab. It's the first item that comes in that drop-down menu, and it's a free PDF download. Um, if you constantly consume, consume those things, you will have inflammation and cancer. It's guaranteed. And that's the problem. He likes eating the foods he want. You know, he didn't want to change what he was doing that caused his problems in the first place. So guess what? He got more of the same. You know, you keep doing over. You know, you keep doing the same thing and uh, keep doing what you've always done, and you'll always get what you've always got, as they say. And that's exactly what happened. Um, he didn't change his ways. So what came around the first time came around the second time, and we'll keep coming around. Um, I would, I'm hoping that when this, uh, Q and a session is done, they post it someplace where other people can get a hold of it other than subscribers to that channel so that uh, we can see exactly what he had going on. And I would like to know whether I'm hoping somebody asked him if he took the, uh, can or the, 
COVID jab because one of the big things that you're seeing with those things is a really, really big uptick in cancer. And especially if you've had cancer before. So, and given the situation, you know, it would not surprise me at all that he took it. Um, just uh, based on what I've heard from him in the past. So anyway, you know, the, the key here is giving your body the raw materials it needs to stay healthy. And it happens at the cellular level. You know, that's where it works. If you give your body the 90 nutrients, the cells are happy and healthy, and they're not going to mutate into cancer. They're, you're not going to get sick with a bunch of other garbage. And that's basically the way things work. You know, when we have uh, people who have mineral babies, we call them, where they, both parents get involved with the protocols before they even try to conceive, uh, preferably at least six months prior, and then uh, conception is a piece of cake, even if they had, you know, problems conceiving previously. And then throughout the uh, gestation period, uh, mom stays on the supplements, and then they continue when the baby's born. Uh, the baby gets nutrition in its uh, bottle, and it just continues on. And those kids are super, super healthy. They're, they, don't, they generally don't have them vaccinated. They never get sick. They don't have the snotty noses and all the other problems. They're extremely good on the developmental scale. Uh, they're always, you know, miles ahead of their, you know, other kids that were born at the same time. And they have a lifetime of health as opposed to what we see in this day and age with people that are eating the crap in the grocery stores and on all the street corners that are basically poisoning their bodies. And when you do that on a regular basis, you cannot expect to have good health any more than you can expect your car to drive when you're putting gas or sugar in the gas tank every time you fill up. Every time you do that, it's going to cause more problems. So Michelle's uh, situation there was pretty good. And I've got another one here, uh, Patrick Valdez, who is a uh, retired command uh, sergeant major, I think it was, with the Air Force, I believe. And... Um, he had pancreatic cancer, which is one of the nastiest forms of cancer uh, there is. And uh, here's his story. I am pleased and honored to welcome our guest, Command Sergeant Major Patrick T. Valdez, retired. Patrick Valdez, uh, I met uh, I met Command Sergeant Valdez at the Longevity Convention a couple months ago, back at the end of April. And he had such an amazing story about cancer and about uh, about nutritional supplementation that I thought it would make a great, great testimony and some compelling radio. I wanted to have uh, uh, Patrick on the radio so you guys could hear his story. Welcome to the program. Pat, how you doing, buddy? Oh, it's a great day. How are you? Can I, I'm doing well. Can I call you Pat? Absolutely. Okay, good. So uh, you have an amazing story. Cut to the chase. Tell us about it. Uh, the colon cancer first and then also about the uh, knee. Okay. Well, let me or, or actually, first of all, Patrick, tell the folks about your background, your military okay. background. I spent 33 years in the Army, um, active in reserve, uh, stationed overseas several times, Europe, uh, Korea, uh, two trips to uh, Kuwait and Iraq. Uh, great career. I love my career. I was able to uh, do a lot of really good things for our country. I worked with some great people. Uh, one of the things that happened to me in Iraq was, uh, I was injured, not wounded by the enemy. I was injured and had some orthopedic issues, uh, knees, shoulder, lower back. I spent almost four years in the Wounded Warrior Program at Fort Carson. Uh, we call it the WTU, the Warrior Transition Unit. Uh, 
graduated out of that. Basically, the doc said, you're as good as you're going to get. You're an old guy. Uh, we'll retire. So I survived that, and I had to have my knee replaced, uh, two surgeries in the shoulder, 18 procedures on my back, um, moving on with life. And then um, I went to the VA to talk to my primary care provider, told her about an issue with uh, chronic diarrhea, which is not the most pleasant subject. And she said, you know, let me check. I'll have to run some labs and we're going to do an ultrasound, and that's when, that's when my life changed. Uh, I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Uh, by the Salt Lake uh, City uh, VA Hospital and uh, sent over to the Huntsman Cancer Institute, which is a fantastic uh, hospital. Both hospitals treated me very well. And through all the bi- through all the biopsies, multiple biopsies, 10 hours of MRI and um, CT scans um, combined to verify how big it was, found out there were four of them uh, inside my, uh, my pancreas. Uh, I was scheduled to have a, a Whipple procedure. If you're familiar with that, is they basically rip your guts out, uh, remove the cancerous part of your uh, your, your uh, pancreas, and put everything back together, and six months later, you resume your, your normal life. Uh, luckily for me, uh, we didn't do that. Uh, we, My wife... Donna said, let's go after this naturally. Let's find, let's let the body heal itself. And if you look at who's had pancreatic cancer and died, and what the richest man on earth, Steve Jobs. Yeah. And it's, he, it's he notoriously died. From deadly, it. Notoriously deadly pancreatic cancer and quickly. Well, the one statistic that was given was 5% lived beyond five years. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's, those aren't good numbers. So, um, we went after it with essential oils. We went after it with a diet change, a very dramatic diet change. Um, I, I learned to love asparagus. For the first month, I ate nothing but asparagus. I was able to introduce um, onions and garlic and stuff like that to flavor it because I was psychologically I was going crazy because was trying to eat the same thing over and over. And what supplements did you use? Well, here, here's the deal. We started with some um, essential oils and... Uh, we, we used uh, uh, a, a blue spruce. We used uh, frankincense, and we upped my um, my enzymes because of the because of the masses uh, in my in pancreas. My digestive system was all out of whack. That's what caused initially. That's what caused the uh, chronic diarrhea. Um, so my enzymes were off. So we supplemented with enzymes and. We remove anything that was acidic from the diet and in the life, uh, no sugar, and we basically starved it. Um, we started on the product halfway through the, the journey. What do you mean by the product, Patrick? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We started with uh, using the, the 94 Life Pack uh, halfway through this whole journey, and we upped up the supplemented also with selenium and uh uh, Dr. Schrauser is, uh, he, he's my hero. Um, Schrauser is amazing. Gerhard Schrauser, brilliant man, brilliant man. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so, um, got on the product and the masses were already getting smaller because of the diet change. The Huntsman Cancer Institute, the doctor there said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. 
um, at the time when this, when this started, I was still on a lot of heavy narcotics uh, from my, my injuries. And uh, we stopped all those. We stopped taking Ambien. Um, if you remember back in, at the convention, uh, I call Ambien Satan's drug. Because you, it, it, it removes your ability to think, makes you forget in that way it allows you to sleep, rest better. But it also, it shuts you down. And things just don't matter. And, and things that are important don't matter. Even during the day? Even during the day. I, had a, I, I wouldn't really come clean, conscious thought until about 10, 11 in the morning. And I even started taking them earlier. I, was, I, I got to the point I was supposed to take them like at 9 at night. And then I got to the point I was taking them at 7. But it still wasn't until 10, 11. Wow. I, was, uh, I was able to form good thought and knew what was going on. So we um, got a couple minutes here, Patrick. Uh, so we, tell us how you wound up. How you wound up. Uh, went back into a follow-up with, with uh, the Huntsman, and uh, my doctor ordered another biopsy and ultrasound and a new imaging. We did all that, and she came back with tears in her eyes, and she said, I don't get to say this very often. You're cancer-free. That's pretty darn amazing. That's pretty Your lab supported, images supported. I love it. Hello, that is an amazing story. Now, how about the knee? The knee, I had to have the knee replaced, and it failed, and very painful. Couldn't walk downhill. Uh, couldn't go downstairs. Uh, very painful. I had to go downstairs. I had a, I had a crab walk sideways. Um, the patella would roll off, and I would fall. I didn't do it right. Uh, on the 90 to life pack, taking glucogel liquid, glucogel uh, caplets, and... Um, Continue taking, I'm still taking the selenium, taking everything I, I started with. And then one day at work, one of the guys said, hey, what's wrong with you? I'm walking down a long flight of stairs. He goes, I go, nothing. He goes, you're not walking sideways. And I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And I ran up to the top of the stairs and walked down again. And it was still a little tender. It wasn't perfect. Um, I was able to go hiking. uh, uh, uh Mount Ben Lomond is here north of, uh, of Ogden, and I walked two hours up it, didn't have any problem, two hours coming back, didn't have any problem. Uh, but the knee, uh, because I hadn't been hiking, I did the next morning have some uh, pain, I would say, just because I'm 54, um, and haven't hiked in a while. But uh, the knee feels good. I don't have any problems anymore. Uh, is it perfect? No, but uh, it definitely beats where I was at. Hey, and I, and I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Patrick. And I, and I, and I owe all that to uh, Doc Wallach, and I owe that to uh, uh, Glucogel. I really do. Thank you. So there you have it, another success story. Uh, pancreatic cancer, told to go home, get his affairs in order, basically, and instead gets on nutrition, the right kind of nutrition, science-based, clinically verified medical nutrition, and lo and behold, he caught it soon enough where the body was able to reverse everything, fix itself, and now he's cancer-free. Long, long after he should have been dead, if he'd listened to his MDs. Uh, I've met lots and lots of people like that. I had a lady in my downline who had uh, cervical cancer, and a month after she signed up, her doctor said she was cancer-free. And just imagine, you know, it's a, it's a matter of stopping the bad foods, and giving your body the stuff it's designed to work with. 
And when you do those two things, and you do them both consistently, the results are amazing. And uh, anyway, if anybody has any you know thing they want to mention about that, any stories, any whatever, feel free, jump in. Um, Sarge? Yes, ma'am, go ahead. Hi, this is Lisa, number two. Hi, Lisa. Um, Hi. I purchased um, some of your product, well, a product that you had mentioned before on your show last night, and it took me three op- three attempts to complete the transaction. My <laughs> bank put a fraud alert on my account, so oh, I said, boy. that's a deterrent. I just kept, like, there shouldn't be any reason why I can't get this um, uh, completed, but it yeah. took three tries. So I said, that's probably, you know, a deterrent to keep me from buying the product. Yeah. So I'm, I was successful. So I'm going to um, start, you know, when I receive it. The question mm-hmm. that I have, um, you had mentioned, you know, no oil. And I've heard that before. But this right. doctor that I came to respect, his name is Dr. McCullough. Mm-hmm. He's in the, He's in the news, you know, quite a bit. Peter McCullough. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he... I, I had mentioned before that he had mentioned something about the MCT oil. And when I spoke to you before, you were like, no oil, no oil. So that's the only part that I'm trying to overcome as far as how my mind is thinking. Um, so when you say things like flaxseed oil and omega, you know, omega-3 oils, how is that different from, how is that, how am I to interpret that with no oil? Okay. Um, the only oils I recommend ever are number one, the oils and longevities, omega threes, six and nines, because Dr. Wallach is such a stickler about uh, oils. The oils that we use in our uh, our essential fatty acids, they all come in gel caps, and they all are put into. They're expressed from the you know whatever they're coming from. They're expressed and they are put directly into these gel caps in a nitrogen chamber. So they're never exposed to air. Air is the bad part of oils. When when oils are exposed to oxygen, they oxidize. And that produces trans fats and free radicals that when you take them into your body causes inflammation and cancer. So with our essential fatty acids, they're all done in... Uh, nitrogen chambers so they're never exposed to oxygen that means they're as safe uh, as the day they were expressed now if you have some other form of oil whether it's coconut oil olive oil that is expressed immediately before you consume it that's the only way it would be safe and even then it's still exposed to some amount of oxygen it's just the the longer it's exposed the worse it is the other the only other oil i will recommend is Bob Greska's C60. And it's basically, the C60 is carbon 60. It's a molecule of 60 carbon atoms. And they're put together, they're, the, the way they come out, they're in like a, a little soccer ball. That's what they look like. And they are uh, provided to, Bob, Bob puts them in a special organic grade of sunflower seed oil. And when I first heard about it, I was dead set against it for the reason that oils oxidize. But the thing is, a C60 is so powerful, and I'm only talking about Bob Greska's C60 because it's the only kind I would ever use. Um, his C60 is so powerful that it keeps the oil that the stuff is in from oxidizing. They have done all kinds of tests where they've you know, left it out in a, in a hot car, 
you know, all summer long, <laughs> they've done everything and then they've tested it and there's no breakdown of the oil whatsoever. So that's the only other oil other than our essential fatty acids that I would ever recommend. Um, and I would go so far as to say the C60, in a way, kind of gives you a license to sin, so to speak. It is so antioxidant that if I was, you know, every once in a while, I'll fall off the wagon. Like uh, the last Sunday of every month, our church has a potluck. And it used to be before we got big enough where we had enough people bringing all kinds of things in, uh, the church would buy a big box of fried chicken. And that would be my one day a month to fall off the wagon, so to speak, and I would have a, a piece of fried chicken. But I was eating, I've been taking 660 for so long that I figured, well, chances are anything bad from that chicken is going to be taken care of by the C60. And so far I haven't developed cancer, so <laughs> who knows. But um, And I don't recommend doing that per se, but it, it, it kind of gives you a little bit of protection because that... That stuff is so powerful that if you happen to consume something else that has, you know, is oxidized and whatnot, um, it's likely to uh, protect you. But, you know, the less you make and the less you do that, the better off you are. You know, it's kind of an insurance policy. Better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it kind of thing. But that's the best way I can tell you. Now, let me ask you this. Did you go to my website because I'm not seeing you in my back office as a sign-up or anything like that. Um, I believe so. It's um, it's James R A M M Ram. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did it last night. Probably I'm up on night out ten fifty nine. So it was eleven o'clock. Yeah, the last sign-up I have is on March fourth, and it okay. was a guy named Ross. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what do you mean by sign-up? Because I just ordered it. Um, it took me. It made me create um, um a password. I guess for future. Yeah, you um, become a preferred customer, and I see preferred customers and distributors in my back office if they're signed up underneath me. So something came up wrong. Okay, uh, like I, I said, it took what. me three attempts to get this one transaction done. Yeah. So I'll go back on and um, try because I'm not very um, tech savvy. I kind of mm -hmm. got off of all social media, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it takes me a minute. Yeah. to um you know get back on and figure this stuff out but i'll go back on and try to figure it out but yeah, i believed um, it was your site <laughs> yeah what i would suggest and this is for everybody um the longevity website is a royal pain in the butt for a novice to navigate i'll, oh. I'll be the first to say that they keep coming out and saying that oh we've done this and we've done that we're going to be as good as amazon and all this other garbage baloney <laughs> okay and you know that's why i'm here uh, okay. I, you know, first off, if you just go to the website, you don't know what to order. And that's a right. big problem because there's over 2000 products there. And that's one of the beauties of having someone who has been hanging around Dr. Wallach for so long. When you tell me what you got going on, I can tell you what he would tell you to use basically. Okay. And that way you make sure that you're going to get the right thing to get the right results. And I go in and place the order for you because I'm familiar with the system. I can get it done and done properly uh, as opposed to the frustration and headache that comes from trying to navigate that system yourself. So, okay. you know, I so always I, tell them, just I contact already, me. I I'll be happy to help you. I bought that 90 for life. 
that that 90 for life that's what i started out with because um i think you said the last time i spoke um you said something about tangy so i, I just went on there and looked for that and i found it so i believe that's what i purchased yeah but um, that's not I'll what see. i recommend these days i've mentioned oh. it because that's what people were using but quite okay. honestly i'm using all the liquid stuff because okay. they've been monkeying with the formulations on some of the powders and um you know, they're, number one, they're more expensive, and they have things in them that, you know, in some cases, people have had allergic reactions to. They've been, okay. over the course of time, they've been trying to fine-tune them and take some of the things out that, you know, many of them were fruit juices. Um, but quite honestly, I've been using the, the primary one I use is called Ultra Body Toddy. And that's a liquid, all-in-one kind of thing. It has everything except the essential fatty acids. And... Um, it's less expensive and it's better absorbed and I really really like it I've been using it for you know, the last year or two and um, have had good results as okay. good as what I got before and like I said you save money that way but you know to anybody who's thinking about getting this stuff contact me go on the site and just send me an email say I'd like to talk to you I'll be happy I'll send you my phone number we can chat and I don't pressure people I just tell you you know I ask you what your issues are and then I give you a recommendation. Most of the time, I'll actually print out a, a list of products that I recommend. I send that to you and say, look it over, check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. If you want to get started, fine. If not, that's fine, too. Uh, okay. I don't pressure people at all. I just give them what I would be doing if it was me and then let them make their own decision. And then when they're ready, just get back in touch with me and I'll place the order for you. Uh, it's okay. much, much easier. Trust me. <laughs> okay. And so I have folks that, that I've been working today. with for, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. You know, they just, whenever they're ready, they send, I have their information on file. They just send me an email. I need this, 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 and this, and boom, I, pr I process the order in the next, you know, couple of days they've got it. Okay. But yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I, I apologize, you know, for the headaches because, you know, I've seen it before. You know, I, I have my own headaches from time to time. Uh, things happen on that site, and some days it works good, some days it doesn't. Uh, closer to the end of the month, it gets really bogged down because being a distributorship type of thing, people are trying to make their last-minute orders to qualify and all that kind of stuff, and it can be a nightmare. But um, I have ways of navigating the system that makes it a little easier, and uh, I would rather have the headache myself to solve, save you guys from having the problems. Um, and you can talk to anybody I work with. You know, there is no compromisation. I don't compromise your numbers. I don't send you boatloads of emails or anything like that. Uh, I leave people alone. They call me when they want something. Other than that, that's uh, they don't hear from me. I'm not going to bug you. Um, okay. But you know the hey, thing. Sarge. Yeah. Um, I'm on the site right now, and it mm -hmm. is not very user friendly. No, it's not. But, um. <laughs> Have you tried the Slender FX, the Rev stuff, the ASAP stuff that she was talking about? Yes, I have. Um, back in 2013, it's it, yeah. The, originally, they had REV, then they came up with ASAP, and then they went back to REV again, or yeah. the other way around. It's reformulation of the same thing. And quite honestly, um, I don't really recommend it because it's 90 bucks a bottle. Yeah. And most of the time just using the diet that i used uh you can lose most of the weight the only thing the only time i would recommend it is you have if you've gone through the program 
Number one, you want to not you need to nutrify your body for at least 90 days just taking the supplements. And you'll start losing weight just by doing that. If you cut out the bad foods and start taking the supplements, when I did it, um, I weighed 240 pounds when I first started taking, taking this stuff on April 22nd, 2012. And within the first two months, I dropped 24 pounds just by cutting out the bad foods and taking the supplements. Then, I, once I'd been neutrified, I started the ASAP program. And basically, it's a matter of following a strict 500-calorie-a-day diet and take, taking those drops. And it sounds crazy, but 500 calories a day, once you're neutrified, is no problem at all. You can do it standing on your head. You're never hungry. Uh, it works like a charm. It's, huh. And that's the thing, you know, and this is something that Dr. Glidden has said for years and years, and you know, everybody talks about all oh, this fancy problem for losing weight. If you reduce calories, you will lose weight. You you never see fat people in concentration camps. Right. You know, at the end of World War II, there was not a single obese person having their picture taken at Auschwitz or Dachau or Treblinka or any of those places. Um, regardless of what you think about what happened there, the fact is there were people in those places and they all went in there. You know, many of them were kind of chunky and they all come out skin and bones because they had a very, very, very reduced calorie diet. You know, far more than what you would really do normally. Right. But 500 calories a day and that basically was a cup of coffee for breakfast um, and three ounces of some sort of protein at lunch, uh, three ounces of fruit. And then at dinner time, you had three ounces of fruit, three ounces of vegetables, and three ounces of protein. You know, and you could have lobster, you could have uh, beef, whatever you want, as long as you didn't do the same thing twice in the same day. And um, my wife and I went through it at the same time. We both lost a boatload of weight. I lost a total of 70 pounds overall from the time I started till I was done. And... Um, have pretty much kept most of it off. You know, my wife went right back to cooking the same old way and <laughs> drug me kicking, kicking and screaming. So I put, I weigh 195 right now. Uh, so in nine years, uh, we, you know, getting back, you know, 20 pounds or so, that's nothing compared to most places. You know, you see Oprah going on Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers and she loses weight and then she gets off and six months later, she's gained every, every bit of it back and then a few more pounds. Uh, that's the difference. And you the whole idea is to change your habits. Um, cutting out the, the bad stuff and um, sticking to you know non-starchy carbohydrates, doing uh, protein and fruits and that kind of stuff. And if you stick with that, and I'm to this day, I generally eat once a day. I take my supplements and I'm not hungry. Uh, in the evenings, I'll eat between 500 and 1,000 calories. You know, if we go out someplace, I might splurge, I might eat, splurge, I might eat some more. But generally speaking, um, 500 to 1,000 calories, and I'm fine. And I just, my, my weight is stable. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, my yo-yo is like within two to three pounds. You know, it'll go up and it'll go, you know, and it'll come back down on a daily basis depending on what I'm doing at the in a given time. But um, I have plenty of energy. I do what I need to do, and I'm not hungry. Uh, because when you're neutrified, your body stops telling you you're hungry. That's what you're looking for. You know, your body's, you know, that's why when people, you know, any other diet program, 
you know, where it's, you know, you got a willpower, you got to power through. It's impossible. Eventually, the body will force you to start eating something. Regardless of how strong you think you are, the time will come when you cannot stop and you cannot over, you know, overcome the demands. It's because your body is looking for nutrition, not calories, but it's looking for those 90 nutrients that it's not getting. And once you get those nutrients, once the body gets those things, it stops telling you you're hungry. And then you can do the 500 calorie diet standing on your head. Because as long as your body's got the nutrients coming in, it only needs a little bit of fat and protein and carbs. And you can do really, really well. So, you know, and that's the only diet program I have ever seen that's really science-based. Everything else is theory put out by MDs who don't know anything about nutrition. And, you know, I, I like Peter McCulloch too, but he's an MD. And he has no nutritional training. And that's why they talk about these different oils and things. And uh, even MCT oil will oxidize. So, you know, and I know people, I have a guy that's, you know, high up in longevity. Uh, he came from a different program, however, and doesn't really um, adhere to Dr. Wallach's protocols and line of thought as well as he should. And as a result, you know, they talk about weight loss and, and doing the keto diet. The keto diet is, is only good if you're nutrified at the same time. Um, and if you are, then it's a fantastic way of living. Uh, it's difficult if you're with someone else who doesn't want to do the same kind of thing. Um, but it works really, really well. And it's scientifically sound. But it's only that way if you're doing the nutrition along with it because it's not sustainable otherwise. And... Uh, you know, and again, in there, because of, you know, the high antioxidant levels in many of the products we have, they offset some of the problems with the MCT. But, um, you know, again, it's not something that uh, I recommend. It's not something that Wallach recommends. He's a stickler on that stuff. Um, if, he find, if he goes to a restaurant and finds out they cook something a certain way, um, you know, if, if he gets a piece of if he gets a steak and it comes out well done... He'll hang on to it, have him cook another one, then he'll give the first one back. Uh, you know, I yes. don't know how you could uncook a steak, but you know, he wants to make sure they're not doing the same one over. Right. But, you know, that's, uh, he, and I've been around the guy when he's eating, and it's, it's something to watch. But he, he walks the walk and talks the talk, and the stuff that he takes um, on a daily basis is astounding. And he'll put all this stuff in one little, you know, 10 or 12 ounce bottle of water and shake it up to the point where it's almost like syrup and drink it. And it's like, <laughs> a little too strong for my liking. I like a little more water with it, but you know, it is what it is, but it's uh, fun to watch the guy and to be around him when he's doing this stuff and, and get the wisdom from what he's doing. And he's like 85 years old and people that he's talked about and talked with over the years and tried to counsel like the guy that Atkins, the guy that did the Atkins diet, Told him he was going to die from a ruptured aneurysm, and he did. Uh, just by looking at him, you can tell what the deficiencies are. And, uh, you know, it's pretty wild. But in a long, you know, long story, you know, anybody that wants to get the products, just call me and we'll, we'll chat, and I'll make sure you get the right stuff, and I'll go through the headache and place in your order so you don't have to. <laughs> okay, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, let's see here.
Well, uh, on the, the bank, I don't know what's going on, but there's, uh, for some reason, the banks are seem to be, have picked up the pace of denying um, buying, buying stuff online. Well, a lot of times what they're doing, and, and my personal website uh, is part of this, um, you know, I've had the same site with the same provider for, oh goodness, since 2012, I think. And the internet protocols have changed where everybody is going towards the secure sites, the HTTPS stuff. And my, my provider, I haven't had a chance, I just haven't gotten around to look into it to see what's necessary to provide the secure you know, you got to have a, a secure certificate and all that kind of junk, which usually the the, the hosting service provides. Um, but my site is still accessed through the HTTP thing, and when especially when you're dealing with banks and stuff, they if if they don't see a secure site, they don't like it. And some browsers will actually give you a notice when you try to get on right. my site, saying that it's not secure and people can hack, hack it. But my site itself is not a sales site. It's information only. All you right. can do is read things and that kind of stuff. When you actually go, like if you click on the products on my homepage, it takes you to the Longevity site, which is secure. Mm -hmm. And uh, simply going through there and clicking on the links, if you follow them properly, it should get you to my site where you're signed up under me and this kind of stuff, but it's not always the case. <laughs> and... You know, it becomes a headache when you're going from one site to another. And it's it's unfortunate, but that's the way we have to do it because any sales, according to our rules, have to go through their uh, their secure site with their pricing and all that kind of stuff. And um, the people that are selling on Amazon and eBay and stuff, they're violating the rules. And uh, it just is what it is. There's they're right. too much for them to keep up with. But um, that's a part of the stuff as far as banks are concerned. Um, but the longevity site is secure, so it should go through without, you know, it shouldn't be hassled there. But, you know, banks are weird as it is. No, they've changed. I'm telling you, they've up yeah. their, uh, either they've up their um, awareness of stuff, uh, their security or. They might be they, looking I, at different they, levels they like 256 I've had bit problems. encryption and stuff, you know. Different. I don't know. I've had problems too. They, cause I get, um, I'll go and order something online and then I get a call, an automatic call from, mm. from the bank system, a fraud alert. And I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm like, man, I'm so tired of this. You know, the thing crap. that always gets me is the only time I get a fraud alert is when I try and do something, but I'll have other people that'll get my card number and and get stuff, and I never get a fraud alert on that. I have to catch that myself and call the bank. Really? Doesn't that tell you something? They pick on the pe on the owner of the account, but the people that are doing the fraud, they get away with it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, there's yeah. a there's a computer store in town called in Columbus called Micro Center. They're a they're a national chain, but there aren't a lot of them. And it seemed like any time I went there for a while, I would use the same card every time, and they would always stop it. For some reason, when I tried to ring something up at that store, it would be stopped by the fraud alert, and I'd have to call the company and get all the stuff straightened out, and then go back in <clears throat> and have them process it again. Now, you know, lately it hasn't been a problem, but for a couple of years it was an ongoing thing. 
They would I never catch if... anything else. And anytime my card was compromised by somebody else, it would go right through. <laughs> and then when I was checking my online banking, I'd see these charges that I didn't make, you know, for a, you know, an airline ticket purchased in Florida when I'm in Ohio. Oh. That's something the fraud system should have kicked in on in a heartbeat. Because, you know, when you see the, the guy lives in Ohio and all the charges are in Ohio and all of a sudden something's in Florida. The only out-of-state one they've ever caught was when I was in Hawaii on vacation and tried to buy something. And then they stopped it. <laughs> and it was me again. But, you know, this fraud system, I'd just as soon do without it and watch it myself. Because these people are more headaches than they're worth. Um and again, every single time, it's always catching the people who have a right to use the account in any way they see fit, and they're the ones that are stopped. But they never stop the people that are actually doing the real fraud. I know. Yep. I know it's stupid. It's like <laughs> <clears throat> I, I go, like I go put. Uh, I was going to do some uh, crypto stuff, and I put. Uh, I deposited three thousand in the bank, and they're like, um, "Where'd you get this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your day business. Come on, give me a break. I took it out of my mattress. Yeah. Well, I just said I, I saved it up. I you know. Yeah, I, mean, I know. And they're like, so you know, we have to be knowing everything about you. And it's none of your freaking business. You know, I remember I long for the old days when I was a kid, man. You had a passbook, you'd take it to the bank and you could get your ten, fifteen dollars out that you wanted and they would never give you any grief. You put money in, you take money out, and they'd say, okay, thank you. It was just, they were just processing the transaction, not giving you the third degree. And now, good grief, you know. Yeah, like they should want your money. Oh, I they mean, want your money. They just don't want to let go of it now. <laughs> my goodness, man. I mean, you know, this whole fraud stuff of, uh, uh, not fraud, but what do they, what do they call it? Money laundering crap. Yeah. I <laughs> It's gotten out of hand. It's gotten mm -hmm. stupid. This is why um, more and more I just keep praying that that the door keeps opening more to where I can just use somehow where we just get out. Not, don't have to use a bank at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I could go down to the we got a Bitcoin machine down the street now. Mm -hmm. I could go in there and use it. But then you got fees you got to pay. Yeah, they so they charge you some exorbitant fees at those things. I don't know what and this one charges. Too. I used to buy them at another one that was about five miles from here. This one's like a block. Yeah, on <laughs> so, average, it's about 15 to 20% above the price of the crypto. Yeah. And that's that's pretty steep. Uh, you know, a regular exchange is not going to charge anywhere near that amount. Yeah. And, you know, the, the sad thing is, is when you go to a bank, um, their whole... <laughs> thing is geared towards clamping down on the individual the law-abiding citizen is always the one who is the one that's getting clamped down on the criminals can do anything they want any way they want any time and they get away with it because it's professional courtesy you know the governments aren't going to mess with them because they're criminals too so they let them get away with it right you know if right. it wasn't for the the underworld criminals they wouldn't have an excuse to clamp down on us so the more crime there is, the more they clamp down on us as a way to, you know, supposedly stop crime. That's their mentality. But, you know, and that's why they don't mess with the people that are really committing the crime, because they have to have the boogeyman out there to justify screwing with us. 
And it's, it works, but the thing is, is theoretically, I'm at a point where if I wanted to complete, I could get, I could shut down my bank accounts and function pretty well without it. As long as I've got my, um, my debit card through BitPay, virtually every bill that I have, I could pay with a debit card. And I could bypass the bank. The only thing is uh, my pension. BitPay? What's and, BitPay? What's that? BitPay? No, I'm sorry. I keep saying it. Hyperpay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a BitPay card and it, it, you know, expired and I didn't get a new one. But mm. no, the Hyperpay card. Um, the problem is, is I, you know, my bank is where my my check, my my pension is is deposited, and my all my payments from Longevity and my other companies that I work with. Right. They all direct deposit to the bank. If I could find a way to get them to direct deposit somewhere else you know if i could get them to direct deposit to my hyperpay account oh my goodness (laughs) i do that in a heartbeat yeah and see that's uh well john didn't john say yesterday that they're gonna they're work they're talking about may possibly buying a bank here yeah well it's andy nakashima who's the guy we've been working with over the years with other things yeah he's finally gotten he's actually bought his own bank oh because the 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 crap that they had to go through for everything just to get a debit card and stuff. He said, it'd be right. easier if I just bought the bank. <laughs> so that's uh, what he ended up okay. doing. <laughs> and he's rolling out a program that will have, and because the bank, you know, has its own KYC, it knows, you know, the, basically the card is issued under like a overall thing. So the individual members don't have to go through the KYC stuff is what it sounds like. And oh. um, because of that, it'll be a lot easier to obtain these cards and use them. And if uh, once we set those up, if we can d- redirect the direct deposits there, yeah, in a heartbeat, <laughs> I'll be doing that. And, I know. You know, avoid, you know, but banks are a necessary evil in most cases, unfortunately. And I'm I'm just thankful that I have a good working relationship with the one that I deal with here in, in my town. Um, they're a regional bank, you know, it's, it's not one of the big ones. It's not like the Chase and the Bank of America. It's next level down, but they're a good size local bank. And, you know, I don't have any problems with them for the most part. I can go in and I get cash out when I need to, you know, I've never taken large amounts, uh, but I can go to the anytime you're broke machine and, you know, they've actually increased it to where you can like six or 800 bucks at one time if you wanted to. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, and I basically, everything I do is through the machines. I very seldom go inside unless I have to talk to somebody about something. Otherwise, I just use the, the automatic tellers and that kind of junk. Yeah. I, I interface with machines a lot better than I do with people. Because machines <laughs> do what they're supposed to. People always got to stick their nose into it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like having that, so I just, you know. If it takes away a job, you know, if, if you're going to be a pain in the butt and stick your nose into my business, then you can lose your job as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the machine doesn't do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think crypto.com, I want to say I've got that card. That's what I use. And so I wonder if they got a bank that's tied to, too. That's how you, you can do deposits from your bank hmm. to it. Yeah, I've been thinking about uh, looking at that one just to see what their deal is. I'm still kicking, you may kicking not, cracking around. Uh, 
<coughs> it's supposed to be pretty good. It's supposed to be better than Coinbase, which is what I started with and still have, but don't Kraken? use much at all. Kraken uh, is? Yeah, Kraken's is... supposed to be pretty good. You know, a couple of our guys uh, in um, in uh, Hyperverse are using have used Kraken and had pretty decent results with it. Uh, hmm. So that's... I've heard other people talking about it. Like I said, I haven't set up my account yet, but, you know, I may. But, you know, it's one of those things you just have to take a little, little time. But uh, anyway. Well, we, need, we do need something where we can, um, because I'm <clears throat> I'm going to try to, about this, I think I'm about to start up another business here. And if I do that, I'm going to want to, my stuff deposited online somewhere if i if i can't what i may do is just open up uh one of those online banks i can't think uh yeah i know what you mean i'm i can't think any of them off the top of my head now either but there's a bunch of them out there and they uh generally do pretty well from what i've heard yeah. they give you pretty good rates and they're you know at least starting out but again i'm not sure whether it will continue you know, they're always, everybody's always nice when they're getting you hooked into the system. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. once you're there, Wait. all of a sudden things change, it seems. Yeah, and, bait and switch. Yeah. So um, it's one of those things that you just have to uh, see how it goes. I want to talk to you, too. Maybe somebody can help me out. I, uh, I had that cold last week, a head cold. <laughs> and I'm still um, kind of getting over it. I've been doing the CDS in between in the daytime. I've been doing it not like the protocol says, but doing it like the um, the other protocol is. <coughs> yeah. Where without the syringe. And so uh, it, I, I lost the syringe, I guess, whenever they sent it. I don't know where it is. I have no idea. I didn't even know they sent one until I started reading the instructions. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what I did with it. So I just pour 20 drops in a small glass of uh, distilled water and drink that. And I've been yeah. doing that every hour. Uh, but this, um, I keep getting... Well, it's weird because when I was blowing my nose, there was a film coming out that was kind of sticky. And I don't think when you blow your nose, it's usually like that. No. And, yellow, and kind of tannish looking, mm -hmm. yellowish tan or something. I, I don't know. It's different, but it was just uh, sticky, a sticky film. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck is going But then... You know, and then the nose would clog up and then start running. So I, this kind of gross to some people, but I'm just, I, I don't know how else to explain it. So I can try to get some answers. I pl would plug it up, right? Yeah. Keep it from running on me all the time. And then, um, but it's mainly in this right side. Everything that's going on is mainly in my right side. My ear is still clogged up. It still is not unclogged from doing the hydrogen peroxide. I don't know if I said this before. I was doing, I did hydrogen peroxide. My daughter does it to prevent this stuff when she starts having earaches and yeah. cold or anything trying to come on. The allergies, she does puts the hydrogen peroxide in the air and lays down tip for ten minutes, mm -hmm. and on each side. And 
So I did that. The left side cleared out, man. I mean, just pulled stuff out. It's doing good. The right side clogged up like it normally has been doing. And it's still clogged up. And then my lymph node under my neck was swollen. And uh, that doesn't usually happen when I have a cold. Now, that, that happened when I had Desert Storm issues. I had swollen lymph nodes. It, just not in my neck either. It's for, uh, in my body. Mm-hmm. But in the neck especially, <clears throat> under the jaw, they were swollen to hurt. I mean, oh, it, the silver is what did it. Got rid of it. But yeah. I uh, anyway, so it was swollen and tender. And then my um, my scalp was tender, and the right side of my face was tender to touch. And so I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know. This is like weird. And now Sounds I've like got my, my sort of the left side of my in there. Huh? Sounds like an infection of sorts. Um, I just put in the chat room a link. It's it's to Walmart, but it actually has a the product is what you know. Regardless, oh, of where okay. you get it. It's called Sign You Pulse. And it's 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 actually like a um, neti uh, pot. No, no, it's it's more like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the things you use to um, clean your teeth, water jet type thing, water pick. It's like oh, somebody okay. took a water pick and they changed the the fittings on it so they are uh, they seal around your nostril. <laughs> And huh. this thing works like a charm. I've uh, a buddy of mine recommended it to me, and I've had mine for a couple of years now. And when I I had an issue a while back where I had tried some uh, probiotics from a company that just fouled me up in a big way. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just a bad batch or what. Hmm. But I had nasty. My right nostril was dry as a bone, and the left one was constantly flowing with this pink snot. <laughs> Huh. And uh, among other things, but I started using this and eventually between, you know, it was that and the other thing I had gotten hooked in, again on uh, sinus uh, sprays and got off of it using this program is one of the things I was doing. And it does a great job of cleaning out your sinuses. It cleans crap out of there that you don't even know is in there. Um, wow. it's, it's amazing. And I, it's, it, it, but it's a pulsed water jet and you can adjust the uh, pressure and the stream and all that kind of stuff. And it works really, really well. Uh, you start out with, you know, and it's, it uses a saline solution. And, uh, if you want, you can put colloidal silver in it. The only trouble is if you do, the silver will tend to plate to the plastic container uh, that holds the water. Uh. And after a while, you're going to have a, a dark gray tint to this thing that you can't see through Uh, so i personally haven't done it but um, i just use the salt solution and it does a great job of of doing that i did it twice a day for almost two years i do it when i got up in the morning and i do it right before i went to bed at night and man i'll tell you what it did a great job of cleaning everything out in my sinuses and all the problems that i was experiencing went away and i still from time to time will just you know I think I'm going to do it tonight, you know, and I'll just, you know, warm up some water, put it in there and uh, use a packet of salt stuff and stick it in and off you go. And it does a real good job of cleaning out the sinuses. You might look into that. Yeah, Uh, because I've got the uh, every time I would pull a plug out of this right side, it's got blood on it. 
I've got yeah. kicking on in the side from like scabs and stuff from like the some for some stupid. I don't know if it's the Kleenex that's doing it, but I, I don't think it is because my left side doesn't do it, which when I I only do it occasionally when I had to plug it and it's not very often. It's usually mm -hmm. free. And this but this right one is um, it's got like uh, I looked inside the, the nasal cavity and it, it, it looks like it's just got red spots in there where it hadn't fully healed up and mm -hmm. it's not like I'm bleeding blood or anything, but whenever I blow, yeah. I have bloody um, phlegm coming out or yeah. just, you know, whatever. Well, so the blood vessels in the nasal passages are extremely close to the surface for one thing. And number two, um, doing a little bit of extra, if you're not doing longevity, the, um, um, selenium, I would start doing that at least a bottle a month um, minimum. Uh, I do two bottles a month, and Glidden and Wallach recommend no more than four bottles a month, regardless of body weight. But um, basically, the uh, copper in the selenium product is what helps those blood vessels have the yeah. elasticity they need. So when you put pressure on them, when you're blowing your nose, they don't rupture and end up with blood coming out. Yeah, I, I that's what I thought. As they are, I so. thought, and I thought that, and I, I forgot because, well, nor what I do, I don't take their products. I because I take more than what their products prescribe, so I have it. Just it's too costly for the amount of, that I'm trying to get. So, I have uh, selenium. I'm out of. I need to get it. Yeah, and I, you know, selenium is one thing that I would use longevities over anyone else's because. Uh, as usual, there are different nutrients that balance each other out. Copper and selenium do that. And if you have, if you're taking selenium without copper, you're going to end up with one too much and the other too little. This way, you're better off. No, that's what I'm saying. I take yeah. them individually. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're, you're better off getting the longevity stuff. I'd, I'd spend the extra money for theirs and get the right, you know, because the ratios and the quality of the minerals are. You're not going to find any any copper or selenium anywhere near as good as what we've got. Um, you, you know, you're going to pay for the quality. And in this case, especially with the situation you're seeing, uh, that's probably part of why you're having that happen, is the minerals that well, you're taking aren't as good. <laughs> I haven't been taking it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, when you were, you ran out. You know, there would be a little holdover still. I mean, the second you stop taking copper, your 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 blood vessels don't just automatically get brittle. <laughs> it takes time. So the fact that you were doing it before and ran out, that tells me that the stuff you were doing wasn't that great. Uh, well, I was taking two bottles before, and it didn't get rid of my um, varicose veins. How much there's do you enough, weigh now? There's not enough copper in it, I told you. How much do you weigh? 180 yeah two bottles is you know glidden and wallach would say three to four i would say no more than three i'm i'm a little more on the conservative side i they say one one bottle per 50 pounds i do one per 75 um just because i've you know selenium is one thing that you can get too much of and i've seen because of the, you know, the selenium that's in other things besides the uh, individual selenium product, 
uh, I got to the point where I think I was getting more than I needed and I was having some of the indications of, you know, if your hair starts to thin out, if your fingernails and toenails take on a funky kind of like my, in my case, I have my index finger on my right finger kind of got flat and so the, the, the nail, instead of having a round curve to it, it just flattened out. And, um, that was the thing that I noticed, but your fit and your breath can take on a fishy or garlicky smell too. And any of those things are indicators that you're getting too much selenium. Um, if you haven't seen those things, then you could push the envelope a little bit. But, um, you know, again, their copper, their selenium is far better because it comes from our mineral mine. Um, and those minerals are the best ever found. You know, what you're getting somewhere else, there's no telling what's in it. But anyway, you know, it's just something to think about. And, but I would, I would definitely try that sinus pulse. That thing works very, very well. Uh, All right. All as right. far as keeping things clean and, you know, that kind of stuff, it's, it's for your sinuses, pretty much like a good colon cleanse is for the gut. Um, and it's easy to use. I just keep it sitting next to the kitchen sink and just pull it over, plug it in and do it. You know, there's others out there that, um, the, uh, Navage, I think it's called, but it's battery operated and I don't know if it's pulsed and the pulse really makes a difference because it knocks stuff loose where just a standard flow was, is not really going to do it. And, uh, I was surprised the first couple times I used this, the things that came out was like, wow, <laughs> it really surprised me. Uh, huh. but the thing works great and, uh, I'm very happy with it and it's less expensive than the Navage systems most of the time. And then I just, uh, I go to either CVS or, um, uh, what's uh, Walgreens? They have their store brand of packets of uh, saline uh, makeup. You know the salt for the saline solutions. You can usually get a hundred hundred packet uh, box for maybe between ten and fifteen bucks, and uh, that works really well. And I, you know, just use uh, good clean filtered water. I don't. I never recommend, for the most part. Uh, 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 What's the stuff? Uh, Stilled? Distilled. Because it's going to leach minerals from your body. Um, but as long as it's good, uh, as long as it's filtered and it doesn't have all the crap in it, then you're good to go. But well, I've got to try. Yeah, we got the gravity fed that, that I do, so. A who? Gravity fed. Oh, like a Berkey? <laughs> yeah, we got... It's a Berkey setup, but it's got uh, it's got some a couple of Berkey Pro One. It's got Pro One, and then um, what's that other? Alex the has the latest Alexa one Pure, that, and there's another one out there. Um, yeah, the Pure. I think it's the Pure. Yeah, and that's that the latest. Alexis. Whatever the latest one is that Jones was pushing, I don't remember what it is. Yeah, now. that's his. You know, if you notice, they've got Alexa Pure air filter. Yeah, Alexa Pure. Water, that's his. That's his store brand kind of thing he pays somebody yeah. else to put together a thing right. um, put their label on it um, i've got one of the air filters and it seems to work fairly well huh. uh, i didn't never bother with, with water filters because i've got a whole bunch of Bergfeld stuff that i bought back in the you know 90s when i was selling um, white uk shows and stuff yeah i've got i've got berkeys that i've never even opened it's <laughs> banking new but, well, they definitely work. Yep. <coughs> but I but I I use it. I've got uh, rain rain barrel water that I 
Get my water. Yeah, from. you definitely want to filter that stuff. <clears throat> In this day and age, anything that comes out of the sky, you know, with chemtrails and everything else, plus it washes off your roof and picks up whatever's on the roof. <laughs> It goes into that. You definitely want to filter that. You can't assume that. I'd still rather do that than do tap water, though. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But I wouldn't trust anything. You know. No, that's why I filter it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to drink it straight. Yeah, you'd be surprised at people that do. They think that well, it came off the roof. It's rainwater. It's fresh and safe. (laughs) No, not so much. No, Uh, I I mean you'd still want to. If you didn't do that, you'd still want a bullet. I I would mm -hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah, in no. the old days, there was a different story, but now, I'll tell you what, no, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not a good idea. I always want to filter it, but anyway, that's good. We'll just uh, sally forth here. Um, All right, thanks. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, covering something last week. I don't know how much I talked about it on this show. I think I talked about it more on my uh, morning show, but there's... Uh, the uh, the deal with uh, Pfizer being forced to release their documents. Um, I put a thing on the Telegram channel uh, today that had a link to. Um, let me see if I can find it here real quick, and I'll drop it in the chat room. Yeah, there it is. Um, and the reason I'm put doing this is it has a link to 150 of the documents that um, uh, Pfizer had to release. And if you click the download here button, it brings up a list that says public health and medical professionals for transparency documents, Pfizer's documents. And the third one down is one called 5.3.6 post-marketing experience PDF. And you can download that thing, which I did. And let me get it here real quick. Um, Where'd it go? Oh, man. I had it. Oh, there it is. Um, this thing is amazing. This is stuff, and the date on this form was uh, like February something of 2021, if I remember right. And so basically, this is a list of stuff that they had back about two months, if even that, after these things were released on the public. Now, of course, the um, the, the the FDA slideshow that I talked about in the past um, had, you know, a list of probably 20 or 30 very general uh, adverse events that you could expect from these jabs. That they, they, and that was shown to the FDA in October of 2020 before these things were released. Things like multiple system inflammation in children something that has never existed in history until these jabs were rolled out and they gave it a name. Uh, then, of course, all the other stuff, myocarditis, myo, uh, everything, uh, pericarditis, you know, you name it. Those were all in the FDA document. But this one, and the date on this thing is April 30th, 2021. Okay, so the end of April, and they were released, what, you know, late December of 2020? So four months, roughly. And you get down to page, uh, I think it was page like 28. Um, no, there, uh, 30, page 30 is the list. It's Appendix 1, List of Adverse Events of Special Interest. 
and this is for the BNT162B2, which is the Pfizer jab. And basically what it is, is just like a huge paragraph. It's just, you know, one thing after another, separated by commas, or colons, semicolons. And it goes on for the better part of ten pages. Over a thousand different things listed in alphanumeric order. Allergic bronchopulmonary mycosis. Allergic oedema. Uh, alloimmune hepatitis. <laughs> alopecia areata. Um, Anti-actin antibody positive. Whatever that is. Um, scrolling down a little further. Anti-nuclear antibody positive. Anti-phospholipid antibodies positive. You know, different things that show up. Uh, Anti-zinc transporter. Eight antibody positive. Aortic embol embolus. In, or in, in other words, you're going to have clots in your aorta. Aortic thrombosis. Um, uh, air bubbles also was the ambulance, I'm sorry. Uh, aplasia, pure red cell, aplastic uh, anemia. And it goes on and on and on. That's just the A's. And then you have herpes dermatit, uh, dermatitis, herpes gestationitis, <laughs> herpes esophagitis, you know, basically herpes of different parts of the body. And there's a whole bunch of herpes stuff. Uh, herpes simplex visceral, herpes virus uh, infections, herpes zoster, herpes zoster cutaneous disseminated, uh, and it goes on and on and on and on. And it's like it just it goes on for 10 pages like this. And the last one is Zika virus associated Guillain-Barre syndrome. But there's just tons and tons. And these are all things that people had presented with either from the clinical you know the early parts of the clinical trials or when they started rolling these things out let me look i gotta look in the d area and see if anywhere in there they just mentioned something like d-e-a-t-h death <laughs> uh, if see. i may you may robert how you doing buddy I'm doing, I'm doing. Uh, thanks for letting me in. Uh, just real quick on that um, side effect uh, subject uh, mm -hmm. you were reading about uh, Pfizer's. I read a big, long article in the Review Journal, Vegas uh, newspaper, about a poor woman. I think they were in New Mexico, her and her husband. The woman took uh, the J&J jab, mm -hmm. and uh, she came down with a, I can't remember, it was thrombosis, thrombotic something, something. What, yeah. Basically what it was is a um, blood clot near the brain. Because uh, a few days after the jab, she came down with a pain behind her eye and uh, pain in her face or a list of symptoms. And seven days later, she was dead. Mm -hmm. The article seemed to say that that, that blood clot was a uh, one in a million thing. Well, that's fine, except for the fact that she wound up being the one. So uh, I don't like those odds. So for that reason, I'm not going to take the jab, in addition to what you just read from that paper you read. So yeah. one million, that don't work for me. Yeah. I don't want to be the one like that poor woman was. Exactly. You know, that's the thing. It's oh, it's very, very rare. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're the one that it happens to, it it's ain't rare. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very it bad. And yeah, lo and behold, yeah. what did I find but death neonatal. In other words, dead babies. Yeah, exactly. And then right next to deep vein thrombosis <laughs> and uh, so many other things. Cytokine storm. 
de novo purine synthesis inhibitors, associated acute inflammatory syndrome, <laughs> and then death neonatal. So yeah, they had to have death in there somewhere. Uh, and I'm sure that they, they left out death, whatever you call for adults, just general death. <laughs> but, you know, that's just one document out of 150 docs that they had to release in the first batch. And this is strictly for the Pfizer. You know, the J&J &J and the Moderna got their own list, probably just as bad. But, you know, Pfizer's the one that they tried to bury for 70 years or whatever it was, and they got turned down. But, uh, you know, hey, Jim, yeah, go ahead. Um, Stu Peters on his rumble. I usually watch his stuff on rumble and, uh, could have only been a couple of days ago. Uh, I think the person he interviews on there on the subject is what Dr. Jane Ruby. Yeah. Um, Many cases. she, she brought up some new research, um, that's coming from, um, labs around the world and showing uh, microscopy um, and what this one lab did is it, it took the Pfizer vial, uh, vial out of the deep freeze and let it warm up to room temperature while examining it mm -hmm. and it started out with two little peas in a pod with a few tentacles yeah and in eight hours, it grew into this rather large organism that started laying so many eggs, they could not count them. She has the video on that um, interview with her. Um, it's embedded. It, usually, you know, you know, Stu's stuff is, you know, pretty short, 17, 20 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And it's in an aggregate of videos that he did a couple of days ago uh, that's about an hour long. And I think she is the last part of it. But, yeah, that is yeah. creepy as can be. I yeah. mean. That goes on top of what um, Dr. Um, oh, what's her chops? Oh, goodness. Uh, right on the tip of my tongue. I hate when that happens. But Carrie Madej. She's been doing this. She gets her hands on different samples from different places, and they were doing photomicroscopy of it. And same thing. They'd see these little things that look like a hydra <laughs> that would come together. And, uh, you know, it's it basically it's like a, a thing that would form mechanically, probably because it was being, when the things warmed up, they were now susceptible to RFI. Uh, radio frequency interference and yep. basically that's what stimulates the stuff to come together and then start doing what it's doing and it's like a little nanobot that is you know either laying eggs or doing something uh that looks like laying of eggs um that's causing all this stuff so she's seen it too and it's it's just one weird thing after another and, you know, if it was me, I'm going to have to print out these 10 pages and hang on to them. And if somebody says, have you taken the job? And I says, here's a list of the, uh, just for Pfizer, <laughs> the things that happens to people when they take it. You want to be any one of those things? <laughs> you want to experience neonatal death or, you know, myocarditis or whatever? You know, you take your chances. It, it, it sounds like the lab, I'd have to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this. Um it sounds like that one lab um, was ex. The two German scientists, their their only expertise in life is parasites. 
And they said it looks like a parasite. It acts like a parasite. Yeah. But it's nothing we know about. <laughs> yeah, because when they, when they get in there and test it, it doesn't test. You know, you, 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 it's not a parasite per se. You know, it's functioning the same way, but it's something totally unseen or heard of ever in history. Yeah. And it's like, what yeah. is this thing? <laughs> right. You know, and I mean, people it's... are just rolling up their sleeves and letting themselves be injected with it. Okay. <laughs> safe and effective. That's yeah. all I need to know. And doctor said it. <laughs> yeah. It's safe if you don't take it and effective if you do. It's killing you, not protecting you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's insanity, and and on top of that, people that take these things will routinely, you know, see cancers that they hadn't seen before, or resurgence of cancers if they'd had cancer in the past. Again, going back to uh, Joe Tippins, uh, who knows if he took the jab or not? Wouldn't surprise me a bit. But uh, yeah, but I I looked at these ten pages of you know just one word after another, uh, you know it's un. Glossopharyngeal nerve paralysis. Oh, now there's a fun one. <laughs> Glucose transporter type 1 deficiency syndrome. Hmm. Glutamate dehydrogenase increased. <laughs> you know, some of these things, just unbelievable. But when you get into the herpes things, man, it goes like crazy. First, it's hepatic stuff, so it's basically heavy effect on the liver. And then you can get into herpes, and it's, you know, good grief. 50 or 60 different things that are related to herpes? Yeah, like, I don't think so. <laughs> and that's just when you're in the H's, you know. You get the chronic gastritis, chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyradionucleopathy. Uh, <laughs> uh, saying some of these words, well, they're long ones. Um, chronic lymphatic inflammation with protein. Pontine per paravascular enhancement responsive to steroids. <laughs> oh man, chronic spontaneous uticaria. I don't, I don't think anything's or I haven't seen one thing on here that I would want to have. And you could get any one of them or all of them. Just take the jab, roll up your sleeve. It's safe and effective. Listen to me, Doctor Huff and Puff. <laughs> and starch. Yes, ma'am. Um, after the COVID um, jab, a lot of um, my friends, they were um, recommended um, to get the shingles back. So that might be in regards to the, them knowing that it was going to be, um, a, I guess, herpes outbreak. So they were recommending a lot of my friends to get the shingles vaccination. Yeah. Plus, they make more money. <laughs> You're stupid yeah, enough too, to take the COVID jab. They'll be stupid enough to take the shingles jab, too. <laughs> And most of my friends did, unfortunately. So, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, I'll tell you what. You know, I just look and roll my eyes and say, when, you know, and the thing is, is the people that think this is going to be over, that's one of the things that I, that really was hammered home to me when I was watching the um, testimony of the different experts in Reiner Fulmich's uh, grand jury and the court of uh, uh, public opinion. The people that were, you know, they had, of course, the, the typical stuff talking about the, um, the jabs and the face diapers and the distancing and that kind of stuff. But the ones that I found particularly interesting were the ones that were talking about how the British uh, Empire has been trying to rule the world forever and still are. And 
the fact that everything that's this whole thing was done to control people and the fact that they are well like today the senate passed a uh a resolution you know to shut down the state of emergency which of course biden has said it would uh he would veto because it was ill-advised and you know wouldn't help you know it, it interferes with his ability to fight the pandemic you know he can't fight his way out of a wet paper bag but um the the thing that they were driving home is those people that think yeah it's almost over covid's going away we're going to get back to normal not on your life they have not um fulfilled their agenda their agenda is complete and total rule of the populace and if you think that covid going away is going to uh, result in people being able to get back to normal and get to their lives again, you're vastly mistaken because they're just going to roll one thing after another out until they accomplish their, their, their goal, which is total control. And of course, killing off as many people and getting as wealthy as they can in the process. But until we shut down these people that are doing this stuff, the Klaus Schwab's, the uh, George Soros and the, the Clintons, the Obamas, and all the rest of these schmucks, until they're taken out of circulation and prevented from having an, an ability to affect the daily life through governments and everything else, this is not going to stop. It is going to continue on indefinitely. So that's the one thing that really came home to me by watching those things, and it was, it was eye-opening. You know, I had a, a vast, you know, I had a little bit of an inkling of what they were talking about originally. But boy, I'll tell you what, they roll out the things that they're talking about. And from the financial aspects and everything else, they are going to do everything they possibly can because they're idiots. And they think that they can, you know, control people's spirits and minds, you know, like you know, see Chuck put in the chat. Um, they're not going to be able to do anything with that. But they think... You know, because they're, you know, Satan worshipers. They think that they're going to control the world. And uh, if we let them, shame on us. But that's what's going on. And, you know, sooner or later, you're going to find yourself having to take a stand on one side or the other. Um, it's it's going to get weird. Wow, there's a big post. <laughs> Jane Ruby, warning, extremely graphic. Stop getting vaccinated immediately. Shock images. Uh, medical professional, pharmaceutical drug development expert, 20 years experience. Join me to show a little bit of warning this extremely graphic footage. Well, I encourage people to watch it. Um, I'm not going to play it here because without being able to see this stuff, it's just not the same. But um, there's a lot of good information out there. Um, Stu Peters, Jane Ruby, you know, what you think of them. Alex has a lot of people on with good information. Um it just keeps going. Now, what's on that graphic deal? I don't know. I'm not. I haven't looked at it. It's just something that uh, Eccentric oh. posted in the chat room, and I was just reading some of it. And there's links there. Oh, okay. So you can go in okay. there and click the links and watch them. But I wasn't going to play them because we're running out of time anyway. Plus, you know, those kind of things are the gotcha. kind of things that you've got to be able to see the video as opposed gotcha. to just listening to somebody okay. talking about it. Must see TV. Yeah, must see TV. There you go. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But uh, anyway, 
yeah, there's, you know, getting crazier and crazier as time goes on. Um, payola propaganda government pays hundreds of media companies to advertise COVID vax as those, as those same outlets provide all positive coverage of the jabs. Oh yeah. I'll tell you what, I was so sick of all the crap that the, the Ohio government, when they first started rolling these things out last year, I was playing some of the, uh, ads that the, you know, the state department of health and whoever else, I don't know, somebody paying for, and I mean, just complete and total lies. No truth whatsoever, just to sucker people into taking these things. And, of course, then they had the the deal where, you know, you, anybody under 18 could get a, uh, a chance at a free four-year college uh, deal. You know, if you take the jab, you could get a, the, the, col- the state college of your choice, a free four-year degree, <laughs> if you're lucky enough to live long enough. And then, you know, if you're above that, they'd offer a million dollars that you could, you know, be in on the, uh, which was highly discriminatory. And I don't know if anybody sued them over that or not. (laughs) They should have. But just the stupid things the governments were doing. And we started those things here in Ohio, but I think there were other, other states that picked up on it and were trying to do the same things. And good grief, it's like, if you got to offer that kind of stuff to get somebody to take something, how bad is it? Because obviously the disease isn't bad enough to convince people into taking it. So what's the uh, reason? Well, we got to get people dosed up with this stuff, you know, kill them all off. Banker says civilization has a 10% chance of collapsing due to nuclear war. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, good grief. States stuck with large stockpiles of unused COVID injections as pandemic fiasco comes to an end. (laughs) That's okay. They'll just change the label on it and whatever else they roll out, you know, the next thing, they'll just take the label off the old one and put it on there and be COVID 2022. And they'll stick a new label on the same stuff and still, you know, stick it into you. That's the way these people operate. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Florida is the first state to recommend against COVID vaccines for healthy kids, but is it really going to do any good? Probably not. Especially since school systems are still saying you got to have it and parents are stupid. And instead of taking our kids out of the schools, they'll roll them right into it. Government clamps down on ivermectin, hides drugs benefits from the public, and latest example of blatant medical murder. Yeah, buddy. Let's see here. The Highwire host, Del Bigtree, and guest, Tess Laurie, talked about why there is little news about the controversial drug ivermectin. For me, ivermectin is actually the key to unlocking all the secrets of this pandemic, Laurie said during a March 4th episode of The Highwire. There would have been no lockdowns, there would have been no masking, or any of that un, uh, any of that necessary because ivermectin is really good at reducing transmission. Well, if you buy into the disease or the germ theory, but uh, whatever the case, it has an effect somehow on people that have this stuff. And uh, ivermectin should be used for both COVID prevention and treatment. Well, some people have had luck with it. But who knows? Who killed ivermectin? (laughs) Uh, Good grief. Uh, 
just one thing after another. Pfizer vaccine data shows far more damaging side effects than initially expected. And that goes right into what I'm just covering. Uh, new fi- study shows Pfizer vaccine ineffective for children age 5 to 11. But that doesn't matter. We're going to give it to them anyway because it kills them. Bayer executive admits mRNA vaccines are an example of gene therapy. You think? Hmm. Melinda Gates drops multiple bombshells about former husband Bill Gates. Maybe she has a soul and a conscience after all. Who knows? Hmm. Owen, oh, boy. Owen Schroyer blasts Biden administration for using mafia tactics to bring down opposition. And I'll tell you what, this picture of Biden, oh, God, Cheshire cat moron. Corn and soybean farmer warns Americans that average grocery bill could increase by $1,000 per month. And here's somebody that's selling GMO products for the most part. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me. Crude oil's going up. 13-year high, $130 a barrel. Well, some of the world's most dangerous bioweapons are made at a lab in Maryland. Yeah, Fort Detrick. <laughs> you Samarid. Crazy place. Well, anybody have anything they want to add during the last few minutes? we got about uh, eight minutes to go, roughly, seven and a half. Uh, anybody? Robert? No other comments, if you may? <laughs> All righty. I have. I want to say this. I I, I have blown that. my nose. <laughs> <laughs> do it. But mute for your, make sure you mute yourself when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've done that. But, <laughs> I, you know, I just because I had started, I just remembered about it just dawned on me about the blood thing, about the uh, copper issue. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been taking it. All, I hadn't been taking it regularly anyway, because I forget it's in a separate bottle. It's off to the side <laughs> normally. And I don't always remember it. So yeah. um, I so what I, I've been taking it uh, yesterday and this morning when I'm not taking the CDS. And so I think yesterday, maybe the day before, I don't remember exactly when I started, but I blowing the, my nose, it's it's almost cleared up. Oh. So <clears throat> it's it's just liquid. It's just the copper silver that I copper uh, colloidal copper that I make. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I'm not buying anybody's product. I, I just make it on my own and like I do my silver and take it that way. Mm-hmm. So, and so I guess it's working because uh, my nose is cleared, almost cleared up. I was because it was pretty, um, it was pretty bloody before. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, you know, I, I get, I should know better. Well, <laughs> we all have our times, little but, lapses here and there. Stuff happens. I can't figure out what causes the sensitivity of the skin, though. Well, a lot of times that can be a result of a. a um, infection. So really? If it spreads far enough, yeah. Because huh. it wound up in my... It, it's not really on my head anymore now. Finally, it finally kind of cleared up today. I, but my back, the left side that hasn't been giving me issues, it showed up in my back and then stretched around my ribs and up into my chest. And in the past, I've had a, uh, a vertebrae out. Oh, right in between the 
in the thoracic region, I guess, right in between the uh, uh, shoulder blades, <laughs> upper shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T1, 2, 3, and 4. Mm-hmm, somewhere in there, and it was out. That's what it turned out. And I did, it made me sick. Yeah. I thought I was sick. Yeah, because it like nerves and do all kinds of weird things that have some crazy yeah. effects. I was taking stuff, trying to correct it and everything. I was like, God, man, this thing is not getting any better. I, I don't know. And so I, but I kept moving around in my back. And then finally, it got to where it, I could pinpoint the pain in my back. I said, first, I couldn't do it. I, it, there was no like noticeable uh, issue in my back. That's usually how I felt, how I figure out how my back's out. Mm-hmm. And, but it stretched from in between the shoulders and all the way down around my ribs and up into my chest. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I had chest pain. As a matter of fact, I was having chest pain yesterday. I had stabbing. That's what I forgot to mention. I was having stabbing in my heart. Felt like somebody was stabbing me. Good grief. You had all kinds of issues, Chuck. I know. And, <laughs> but it, it wasn't, it was just like, it's real quick. You know, and it and it was off and on here and there, not nothing. Um, but that finally quit too. I just started asking God last night. I was like, "Man, I'm getting tired of this crap. It's like, it's like somebody that I can't see is sticking me, and I've got this like uh, I don't know if it's a spiritual warfare or what's going on. Yeah, I need help. Yeah, it's weird stuff that happens, and no telling. You know, you could. Uh... Could very well be, you know, if you had stuff going on in the sinuses, it could have affected your teeth. And teeth can have major effects on everything throughout the body. Um, it, it could be any number of different things. So, I do have some teeth that are that need to be filled in or capped off. Yeah, if you've got an abscess somewhere, that can no, cause all kinds no of there's no abscess, stuff. but... Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, the, there's all kinds of different things that can affect different parts of the body. <laughs> But if you got food particles in your teeth or what a mouth and stuff that can have access to bloodstream mm-hmm. like that, that can cause an issue. So maybe yep. <laughs> maybe that's some of that stuff going on. You never know. know. Another good use of a water pick is uh, put yep. a 20% solution of uh, peroxide in, in, in the container that you use mm-hmm. and uh, to hydrofloss with. Yep. And do that, and and uh, uh, if you do that on a daily basis, I think you're going to see big improvement in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, with your colloidal silver, before you swallow it, swish it around in your mouth a lot. Oh, I don't even just swallow it. I I put it under the tongue. Yeah, That's swish it around. Okay, get it, okay. You know, yeah, get it through right. all the teeth okay. and all the joints and uh, you know the spaces between them and all that kind of stuff. Right. It also cleans stuff up. Okay. I want to cover one more thing here before we run out of time. This is something, you know, if, uh, a year ago you had kids, uh, high school athletes that were, and college athletes for that matter, that were being told that if they wanted to participate in, in school sports, they had to take the COVID jab. And now, guess what we're seeing? This is a, an actual photograph. It's on my Telegram channel. Uh, United Parents of Allegheny County, Virginia. Martin Livesey Bennett posted it. FYI, if your child is a patient at Jackson River Pediatrics, and this is a sign that's taped to the door of Jackson River Pediatrics, which is a doctor's office where you know parents will send their kids to get a physical for clearance to play sports. And it says here, sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you're not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on the playing field. 
That's what they're saying now. When I was a kid, it was basically done primarily just to make sure you were healthy. You know, they weren't worried about anything in particular per se. I mean, they were, they'd check your heart rate and your blood pressure and that was it. But they'd also check for hernias and stuff like that because if you're, you know, got something going there and you have some strain, could cause it to, something to tear, that kind of stuff. They're looking at all kinds of stuff. But now they're saying specifically that sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you're not at high risk for cardiovascular problems. COVID vaccination affects your risk. In response to worldwide experience and vaccine adverse monitoring, event monitoring, we are adopting a more precautionary sports physic, physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work and possibly an echocardiogram to rule out potential heart disease or damage. So there you have it. We went from having to have it to get it. Now, if you've got it, you got to get one of these things to fix it. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We will see you tomorrow. And as always, or as recently, try to remain humbly grateful and not grumbly hateful. We'll see you all tomorrow. Take care and God bless.